All right, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Nerd Slice Podcast, where every episode we bring you a slice of that nerdy, nerdy goodness. I am once again joined by my uh, even longer-haired co-host, Donald. Donald, What's say hello. What's up, everyone? It's been a while. It has, it has indeed. Uh, Enough for me to grow five inches of hair. Yeah, but, um, uh, you know, obviously the, the world has been, you know, different. And uh, because of that, you know, we, we did want to get back to the uh, podcast, and we're going to continue to publish some more in 2022, but we did want to do a podcast kind of looking back at 2021 and our highlights and kind of how the world changed and, you know, how that affected video games, movies, TV shows, etc. And obviously all the things you guys know and love, of course. And we'll also be talking about how even though it didn't necessarily come out in 2021, some of the things that we were up to during that year, you know, going back to some older shows Donald had yeah. uh cuz uh cuz the world was uh was interesting and uh, we had a little bit more time yes, to with, catch with up on things. We all still kind of had a little bit more free time than we were used to, but you know, it's uh it's it's good to kind of be getting back to a somewhat normal routine for for most people and um because of that, we're definitely going to get back into uh bringing you guys some more content. So, uh before we start, I kind of just want to talk a little bit about um what we, me and you were kind of doing with that free time and what 2021 kind of offered us in terms of what we were doing, what yeah. we were watching, reading, et cetera. So is there anything that even though it didn't necessarily come out this year that kind of you invested your time in, whether it was a show? Again? Well, there's two huge highlights of things that uh, I took my time on this 2021 while, I, while we were still kind of inside. I mean, I did have work and stuff, so I still had responsibilities. Um, but I finally caught up on on Steven Universe. Oh, such, and I, I've been telling you for months to watch that. Yeah, show. he had been telling me for years to watch Steven Universe, and I, I don't know why, but I'd always been like, nah, 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 nah. And then I, one week, I remember asking him, "It's like, hey, is Steven Universe worth it?" And he's like, "Yeah." And so I spent the rest of the week catching up to Steven Universe. I uh, I caught up to the first. I, I watched the f- whole first part of Steven Universe in one week, then. Uh, you came over and watched this Steven Universe movie with me. Yeah, we watched we watched the last two episodes of the, I guess the the first show. I guess that's how we want to yeah, call yeah. it. Yeah, I mean and the first we watched, part. Uh, yeah. We watched the movie, and then you watched Future in a day. I, I watched Future, and I was like, oh, I want to watch. The it last was like episode. a day and a half, but I watched Future in a day. Uh, and uh, yeah, Steven Universe. I get it. No, like I yeah, get ten, it. Ten out of ten show. Yeah, ten out of ten. Uh, I get it. It hurt me a little bit more than I wanted it to, but I get it. Yeah, it's good. It was awesome. Other than um, other than that, any other things, games or anything? Yeah, I, I know me and you. I think we've mentioned on the podcast before how how Don and I are very very heavily into uh, Dead by Daylight. For those of you guys that don't know, basically it's a survival horror game where you play with uh, four people and you try to repair generators to escape while being chased by a killer. And it has some iconic killers like Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, etc. But it's a game we've always enjoyed with our friends, and I think. They've added some new characters and some new updates yeah, and we this got, year. So we got back into it, and it was it, that that would have been my second one. Being able to have a little bit more free time to play uh, with everyone and being able to play uh, that game, uh, it's it it gave us some funny clips. Yeah, and great we, nights. We, we have some. We have a we have a channel uh, dedicated in our Discord server just to funny clips of us doing gaming, and we. Maybe we'll uh, release those to the public one day because they're they're definitely uh, some interesting clips. Interesting, and then me yelling at a couple people. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I mean, for for me, I know I I also kind of like you caught up on some 
older shows that I wanted to watch. I, I got around to watching some of these longer like sitcoms and shows. I I watched all of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, uh, great I'm show! Recently rewatching Smallville. I'm on like season two, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get later on because there were 2021 did give us some some good shows that I I got. Oh, I did want to mention this one because I didn't. I think it came out in 2021. At least 2021 is when I saw all of it. I think the last season came out. Um, if I had to pick like an overall Netflix favorite for me in 2021, it yeah. would probably be Castlevania. Um, I did like it. I did catch up on that I, as well. I believe the last season did come out in 2021, it if I'm not mistaken. Did I believe? I think it came out like in April, May. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, but that was a show that I just watched all of it. I watched the first season when it first came out a few years ago. I just never got into it. And then... Um, a good friend of mine, she uh, she told me to catch up, and I just it was good. I became obsessed, and yeah. it's just it's 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 worth the hype, and we'll get into some other shows that I also think this year did uh did really good, but overall, you know, I've I've always loved animation, you know, obviously anime, video games, you know, uh, just general animation in general. So I'm I'm very uh I was very excited, and you know, we'll get into um. One, I actually am writing one down right now on my phone that I kind of just remembered. I, I just like, remembered. I should have. I just I remembered one this, too. Uh, um, okay. In my thing. So <laughs> I guess. Well, I guess let's we're just. Both I guess let's just talk about the things that came out in 2021 on Netflix as just a jumping well, off point. If, if we're starting straight off Netflix, we have to talk about how the world was encapsulated by Squid Game. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, it. I yeah. Squid Game was a cultural phenomenon. It was. It was very much. I. I have a friend, Cozy. Cozy, if you're listening to this podcast. Nice. Um, that he, for, for two weeks when the show came out, was like, hey, man, you need to watch Squid Game. You need to watch it. That's all he would talk about. Hey, man, watch Squid Game. Hey, hey, have you watched Squid Game yet? And I was like, I'm not going to watch it just to spite you at this point. And I actually think we tried watching the first episode here with Anthony at your house. Yes. And we just... Another friend of ours. A, friend, a good friend of ours. And we just couldn't get into it for the first five minutes. But then I just sat down and I, I understand the hype around it. I, I do think it, it... It definitely was a unique show. And I, I think, obviously, with kind of the themes that the show has and, and kind of the setting that it provides itself in. It's it's definitely a unique show. I, I definitely think there is... I think they did confirm a season two at this point. Um, uh, Squid Games, there is a confirmed season yes. two, yes. And I think they did say um, it's going to focus more on the front man, which it's not a spoiler. You see him in the trailers. He's the basically the... The archetype, the architect of the entire uh, yes. game, and we get a little bit more into his backstory and his relationship with other characters. So, I do think that the show was um, was really good. I, I I definitely understand the the hype and the kind of chokehold that the world get into, and I'll get into some other shows that had that kind of presence. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I watched it, and I get it. I get why people liked it. Uh, it, but it, I just I couldn't get into it, man. Did you finish it, though? I did. I okay. did finish it. I did end up finishing it after giving it up for a little bit. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to finish it so that I can't yeah. be the type of person that says, oh, I didn't like it, and then not no, have I, watched it. I will it. say it's it's a little bit of a slower burn. Like, episode yeah. four or five is where it really starts to find its, its footing. Yeah, the, the, the later half of it is better. Um, but, you know... I think I think the reason that it was so beloved is because it it kind of hit on what a lot of people that are in the kind of the state of liking anime already understand, which is foreign stuff has really good ideas. But it was it was just a su- survival contest of like survival of the fittest. It's not something I haven't yeah, it's, seen it's, about it's, a million it's, times. It's definitely a, a concept that's been touched on before. It's not in the in the way that obviously the show touched, but. 
you know, it is. I did hear that the creator has had this idea for years now, and yes. you know, obviously, and and then honestly, that's what I I like about it. I, I I saw enough interviews with the man and like his love of the story and how long it took him to get it. And you know how I am. Any any time that there's a creator that like has this passion and wants to do it, and I was really happy for him that that like it, it just hits and everyone loved it. The the type of validation you get from that. I'm just happy for him. Well, that actually can segue into another thing that I, I wanted to throw in there because I, I didn't really have a specific place I wanted yeah. to touch upon, but uh, 2021 did finally bring about the much-talked-about uh, Snyder Cut that has been kind of circling for the last few years. I obviously did forget you know, about the that, Justice yes. League, uh, the 20, I think it's 2017, Justice League came out and obviously didn't perform as it should have and then obviously we got rightly the so talks of you know that snyder was unfortunately with the passing of his daughter and you know and what happened all there that you know uh, the studio interference blah 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 uh, you i'm sure most of you know what happened there but we finally did get the confirmation and release of the snyder cut and um amazing in my opinion i i think the movie i did think it had its faults obviously and but i do think it was definitely an improvement from the original cut that we got. I do think that... I don't know if it would have released in theaters if it would have changed a lot in the direction that DC is going. It does seem that even after that movie, they still would have focused more on their individual IPs like Aquaman, Shazam, etc. But um, the movie was definitely a highlight for me. I remember watching it uh, here with Donald, and we were both very impressed. We were both... We loved it. We had so many jokes about ancient lamentations. That that, that was uh, all I wanted that, to talk that about. Was the sound producer's uh, favorite? Um, Anytime uh, anything happened with Wonder Woman, ancient lament, you had to watch it with subtitles. It was like a uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll we'll put it on. Uh, it, it was it was amazing. Just because like. Just the editor must have loved that sound clip so much because of the sheer amount of times that they used the damn sound. Of course. And it no. was... And yeah, I mean, listen, I loved the Snyder Cut. Um, I, of course, there's 101 problems with it. There's no way that they were releasing a four-hour movie in theaters. It just wasn't happening. The movie had these long, drawn-out scenes. And again, I understand... A lot of people have problems with Snyder. If 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 Snyder had just stopped, like if Snyder doesn't have slow mo, that movie would have been two hours and thirty minutes. Yeah, no, just, agreed. It, it, but it's were, his style. But it's it's like I said, it's it's definitely you could definitely tell the the love and care that he put into that movie, and you can definitely tell that it, it was his project, and and you can see it. You can see the stylistic differences between what we got versus the Snyder cut. Yes, and. Honestly, the storytelling wise, they fixed a lot of mistakes that I had had on the original cut of Justice League. And I think that even if it was longer and it would never have worked in a, in a normal state, I think it worked for what it was. Agreed. Agreed. And obviously, like I said, we have more things uh, coming forward. We did have uh, DC did give us the... Um the uh, Suicide Squad movie, which I loved, I thought it was a, a great movie. I thought it was it was really fun. It's what Suicide Squad, you know, is in the comics and kind of that James Gunn obviously always is is going to add his his humor and his yes. kind of James Gunn has really good um, 
does really good ensemble films, obviously with Guardians and you know some some of the other stuff that he's done. So it was uh, I I definitely enjoyed Suicide Squad, and obviously DC had some good things. Uh, we'll touch on later about that, but we have to obviously you know talk about. And this will be kind of what we can cut into the uh, TV shows like we started. Uh, Marvel started releasing their Disney Plus shows uh, mm-hmm. this year. And, and obviously that had a absolute chokehold over the internet. I'll never forget uh, just Mephisto. those first few weeks. I was about to say yeah, with, just with WandaVision. And obviously being kind of the first big content that we got after um, well, after, after Spider-Man. Yeah. I, it, I it mean, not even a, after Spider-Man. Truly... Spider-Man was like kind of a of a, a a breath out after the Infinity Saga. Yeah, I mean, obviously it was the first thing after, and we did get it like a month and a half yes. after Endgame, so, so it was still kind so of so these there, TV shows really were the beginning of what's next. And of course, and I do think I do like that they started with WandaVision. I do too. And obviously the stylistic choices and uh, just the kind of the environment that they put themselves in, and obviously that's where we got the uh, the birth of. So many theories. Oh my god! I uh, mean, I think that the the internet after Wandavision realized that it needed to stop making theories. Well, no, because at the time of this recording, uh, Spider Man uh, No Way Home hasn't come out yet, and that movie has had a uh, well, yes, but quite that, a array of uh, no, no, no. That movie theories. only has one theory, and the theory is is that we're gonna get all the Spider Man. But that theory has been there forever. Of course, I'm talking about like the amount of theories of like Mephisto, and they're bringing in the X Men and all of that shit. Spoilers, by did, the way. Um, did you see? Since we're on that topic, because it's it is in 2020. Did you see the thing with the giraffe? The thing with the giraffe. Apparently, like in the last like six Marvel projects, there's been like a stuffed giraffe at at some point in a shot. Okay. There was a giraffe in there was a giraffe in Eternals. There was a giraffe in uh, Shang Chi. There was a giraffe in Black. Like the last few things just has giraffes. I in mean, it. people just will have way too much time. That that honestly could just be like, I don't know. You know how oh, they? I don't think it means anything. Yeah. I just think okay. It's funny that people are like, Yo, what's up? With what does the giraffe what, mean? What's up with this? Are we getting the right? giraffe? Is Mephisto? Is Mephisto. <laughs> That's a theory. But obviously, you know, we we got. A chokehold of, of just so Marvel of the three, shows. so that we don't have to go in depth and on. There was like five, bro. Well, the three big ones that started off the year. The the oh the shows. Yes. Well, yeah. Yes. I mean, we had we had Wandavision, we had uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and we had Loki. Those were the three that took over. Now we have Hawkeye and now and What If, which Hawkeye and we had What If. We'll but that later. I, I Hawkeye, Hawkeye and What If are just like the supplementaries. I feel like those three were like the. Beginning. Okay. So, um, of those three, which one was your favorite? It's it's interesting because I I kind of flipped because going into it, I I think the one ironically I was most excited for was Falcon and Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. just because I've always been I I've mentioned at least in the MCU my favorite hero was Captain America. Yeah, Overall, my of favorite, course my favorite Spider Man. But we haven't gotten to that level of Spider Man stories that I've wanted to get to. Yeah. So, but I just love Steve Rogers and I love Captain America. So. Kind of seeing how in the comics, you know, Sam and both Sam and Bucky actually take over the mantle of Captain America. I did want to see kind of how that show played that off. But I think obviously the most surprising one for me was WandaVision. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, like I said, being the first of the shows already had a lot of pressure on it. But I think just the choice of kind of having that sitcom era and kind of using those different eras and the different representations to kind of show how Wanda's adapting to this new world. And I do think that that's one thing that the shows do have the opportunity to show in episodes as opposed to, you know, a two, three-hour movie is kind of showing 
the characters' relations with what's happened with them. I think all three shows did a pretty good job of kind of focusing on on things that happen after the blip and after Endgame. And I will say, we talked a little bit about it. I think Hawkeye actually has done it best. Uh, with I haven't. Seen so I haven't far. gotten to see it's, it so it's far. I've heard. I've heard. Yeah. Um. It's funny because those are the the two that you talk about. My favorite is actually Loki. I I will say Loki is a good character study. I will say though, I Loki to me is the one that, in my opinion, was the most deceiving because the trailer made it seem like it was going to be something different. Well, the way that I saw it described is that it's like Doctor Who, what Doctor Who could be. Like they, but there's like this multiverse was kind type of thing. Confused. And the thing is, is that I get it. A lot of people dislike Loki because there's not a lot of combat and stuff with uh, like that. And I'm a bit biased. I mean, I named my dog after Loki. So um, I'm going to be a bit biased, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than WandaVision. That's hard because I really enjoyed WandaVision, especially uh, the two visions. I request elaboration. Yeah. The two visions fighting each other on, uh, in in philosophy, that that yeah. that's a division fight. They fight each other in philosophy. That was amazing. I um I, I will say though, it's interesting because obviously spoilers for all these things we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Loki. Spoilers for the rest of the podcast. Yeah, Loki was not the one that everyone thought was gonna be the one that leads to the multiverse. Oh, I, I knew like, it was gonna. Make everyone it. was like, Wanda's gonna create a multiverse. The minute I saw, well, I'm sure she has a. Well, no, actually, apparently I think she doesn't have a part. It's in it's it. weird, yeah. It's a, we'll see. No way home hasn't come out. Um, and there's theories there, but I I just don't want theories anymore. Um, I knew that the minute that they said that the the TVA was gonna be there, uh, that that something in the multiverse was gonna happen because. I mean that's it. That th- those are the the people in the multiverse. Um, yeah, I really liked Loki. I I liked all three of them. I'm it also did. Uh, I will give also Loki a big big props because it did also kind of give us our first sort of look into how Kang's gonna operate. Yes. Into the and obviously I was, I was glad that obviously Kang was the, I was the like one that we got in the show a was terrifying. a deviant and, and yeah. all that. But it is it is nice to know that. The show is going to touch upon like, how there's different versions of different characters, like in the comics. And I mean, it did touch upon that. There's like seven different Lokis. Crocodile Lokis. Crocodile Lokis. Yeah, all right, cool. Glad. Well, Crocodile Lokis second best. My dog Loki's the first best. Uh, of course. Period. But now, um, you know, getting still once again the year of Marvel, as I, I, I like to affectionately call it. Uh, you know, we do have to kind of... Well, the year of Disney. The year of Disney. Yes, we do have to talk about the films, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit for Marvel, and then we can breach back into our other stuff. But uh, okay, let's get it out of the way. Uh, Black Widow was whelming. It wasn't overwhelming. It wasn't underwhelming. It was whelming. Black Black Widow had the we and I, once again how we talked about it, with the way the world was the last two yes. years. Black Widow had that. Black Widow already right off the bat was in a weird position because it was one of those movies that should have been made a long ass time ago. Yes, it should have been and made at just, the beginning. And because of how, where they placed it, and obviously I, I do think that it is a question of, oh, what did she do during Civil War and, yeah. and Infinity War? But, you know, it, it, it's just one of those films where Black Widow is such an iconic character and she was a starting Avenger that she should have had her movie a long time ago yes. and there were other places. But I will never... I will never complain with Florence Pugh. Yes, Dono is a oh. on record a Florence Pugh. Simp. Oh my God, that and that uh, woman. I will say, you know, the movie did have good moments, and it it yeah, does it, it set up Florence Pugh um, for the future yeah, of the MCU, the kind of taking Widow. on that Black Widow mantle. And everyone's taking I on love, mantles. I love Red Guardian. He's he's a boy. 
amazing. Yeah, he is a boy. Um, uh, so the the movie, you know, it's just it's like you said though. It's it's compared it to the other roster that we've had yeah. this year. Like right off the bat, my personal favorite, the one that we saw together, mm-hmm. uh, Shang Chi. Um, super excited for that movie. I was I was always excited going into that movie. I. Uh, the podcast that uh, never aired because uh, I messed up. <laughs> we will get into that. But uh, I did talk about how I've always had a love for action, you know, combat, um, you know, scenes and all mm-hmm. that. And obviously, you know, Shang-Chi was very inspired by, you know, these old martial arts movies, you know, the Bruce Lee movies, the Jackie Chan movies. So going into it, I was very excited and I was very surprised. It, it brought in a lot more. I will say, me and you kind of talked about how at the end of the movie, it did become kind of a CGI. Yeah. I mean... Uh, things are happening, but Shang-Chi you know. at the beginning was one of my favorite Marvel movies, and then the third act hit, and it became a CGI slugfest. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I kind of wanted to see something else. And l- don't course. get me wrong, I will never complain with giant dragons. That's cool as yes. hell. But I-, I just felt like it was a bit much. If they had just kept it a, a little bit more grounded, I think I think it would have been one of the better Marvel movies. I mean, their quality. Is yeah. so high that even when I think that they misstep, they're amazing. Which that's where I'll step in because I know you haven't. Seen I have it not yet, seen Eternals. But I recently watched Eternals, and obviously I watched it a few weeks after just I was busy, and it was actually I told Don it was like the first time I hadn't seen a Marvel movie on like opening weekend, so yeah. it, I felt kind of weird. But um, I really enjoyed the movie. I. I can understand the criticisms that it got, yeah. but people make it seem like it's just a bad movie when it's well, really not. I heard, I heard what it is. It's, it's a bad Marvel movie and it's a great movie. It's like, it's it it's didn't in my in my opinion Marvel, cool. in my opinion the movie is a great character study. Okay, because it's it's at like the end at the studies. end of the day the movie is about this kind of found not found this family that has kind of been around each other and how how their actions have consequences yeah. and how how. What their duty to not just the world but to themselves means, and yeah. and I've always liked I I like when when just franchises in general try something new because even if it fails, at least it's trying well, yeah, I, something new. And, and Marvel needs to try something new. Of course, and if if I get another third act CGI slugfest, yes. Again, Shang Chi, I'm sorry. Uh, Black Widow, I'm sorry. Uh, but both of them are just complete CGI messes. And same thing happens with all the movies that Marvel kind of does, and they, like, swing for the fences. Like, listen to me. Black Panther is an iconic movie. Oh. Mm. But Black Panther, the third act, yeah. took away from it. Of and so I'm hoping going forward, and I know it's not going to happen in No Way Home. I know No Way oh, Home is yeah, going to be a CGI that's terror. But No Way Home also has the advantage of, you know, like, But I, I also think Spider-Man. that that's what they're trying to do with the shows, because the shows are more character studies. And they work. Yeah. They work. And and that's why, like, I, I think I'm very excited for the next few things. Obviously, we you just mentioned Spider-Man coming out, and we've talked about Doctor Strange and how we're excited for that and yeah. what that means for the future of the MCU. But a lot of the shows they've announced are, are good. Um, I will say kind of my last talk for films, because uh, there were a lot that I've seen oh, that were well, also a I lot that I, I haven't seen. But this will be my last one, okay. uh, which is obviously a movie that had a lot of hype around it, which was Dune. Okay. We, um, we're going to Yeah, talk we're, about we're on the one. same. Uh, I loved it. I, 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 I absolutely I, loved it. I think it did great. I, I I was really nervous going into it because I I knew kind of the, the, the importance of it succeeding in order for a second part to come out. Yes. Um, and I, I haven't read it in a few years, but I, I loved the book uh, when I, I read it a few years ago. Cool. I've never read it. Okay. I know it's cool as you hell. Know, I, I'm going to be honest. It's cool as hell. The only disadvantage that the movie has 
is that there are a few things that it just doesn't explain that you do know if you read the book. But okay. obviously that's always going to happen when you have sort of a longer book to film adaptation, you know, that it's, you can't always get everything in there. But I mean, I just, I thought it was amazing. I thought the casting, I love, I've always said I love Oscar Isaac. So, I mean, just seeing him in there, even though obviously Timothy Chalamet is obviously the, the main actor. Yes. And I, I think know, he's great at it. And it's funny because like, I will say this, if, if you were a little disappointed that Zendaya was only in it for like five minutes, I will say she's like the main character in the second part of the book. I've heard that. So it's like you, you have that to look forward to. Yeah. If you were a little like, ah, oh, she's only in it for five and minutes. We stand Zendaya. Oh, I mean, Spider-Man. Um, so quickly, before we get out of the movie section, I just wanted to come through a little bit of like the honorable mentions I have. And there's not many. Uh, Free Guy. Oh, we were. I was talking that with my sister-in-law yeah. earlier. Free Guy. Uh, fun movie. It's just, it, it it's was, not a good movie. It's not a bad movie. It's, it's a just very, a fun it's movie. A, it's a very sit with your friends and kind of be like, I get that reference. You, you know what it gives me uh, vibes of? Ready Player One? Mm, a little bit okay. more back. Spy Kids 3D. <laughs> Interesting. Just because of how zany and like crazy it gets, fun. Um, We're going to actually go to a few Netflix movies quickly. Okay. Um, the entire Fear Street series. Oh, we I should so yes, much okay. fun to watch. It's it's a really like I, me and Donald have talked with our friends about there. There's it's not gonna be like an iconic horror movie franchise, but it is a fun one to sit down with your friends and kind of like the best. Me and Donald love watching movies with our friends and kind of just like making fun of the characters or like kind of uh, theorizing. Like actually, by the way, I was right in the entire franchise. I'm just gonna point that out, but. You know, we like to theorize, like, actually, he, no, the he curse... He just wanted to point that out because he pointed it out, like, 30 times yes. to us. Because that's, like, you know, because, like, this character can't be related to that character because... And so it's it's definitely uh, fun. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I, like, yes. I zoned that and one then, out. And uh, my personal, the zaniest movie I watched all year, we watched it together, and I, I just... We'd like to watch horror movies just because of how Oh, crazy yes, I do have this on okay. my list. Are we... Say it on okay. three. Say it on three. One, two, three, malignant. malignant. All yes, right, cool. Okay. The craziest movie that ever existed. We we Holy went, shit. we went into that movie thinking it was gonna be like a conjuring type. No, I thought it was going to be like a, you know, like something um for from Ari Aster or something like that. Uh like uh, like one of those new horror oh, movies. Like a nuanced Yeah, like a nuanced, yeah, like, a, a like hereditary. The type demon of is movie. inside of us. Yeah, something like that. What we got was a villain yes. hero origin okay, okay. story. And I don't. I, I will. It. I will say this is the one thing I will not spoil because if you haven't seen it, oh you need to see it yes. just for the last twenty minutes. Oh. Because oh. I will say, I will say, the first like hour and a half, it's okay. You're kind of it's setting up for yeah, like, but the last twenty minutes of the movie, it is the most is the most mind-boggling thing I've ever seen on screen. The, 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 the way that the whole film is is just a fever dream of gothic inspired like body horror and and the movie and this will be the last thing we say on this so that you can don't yes. get spoiled go watch it the movie gets peak amazing when someone throws a chair that's all i have to say oh, go yes. watch the movie yes go, go watch, watch the movie but um that's good Th those are some good highlights so I, I think we i don't know if we can bring this up now okay it is a movie I think me and you may be on the same. Do we want to bring it up later? Are we? Is it is it the chokehold that had both of us? It is the chokehold that okay. had both of we'll us. Okay, we'll talk we'll talk about it now because why not? Okay, um, well let me bring up two 
things before that because I know you haven't watched them, and then we'll go into Okay. That. Okay. We're going to talk about comedy specials really quickly. Okay. So two things that I absolutely love, and I don't know if one of them was made in 2021, but I watched it in 2021. The way the world is, it's weird how they release things. Uh, my t- I have three favorite comedians working in the game right now. Uh, one of them is James Acaster. Okay. Uh, he's a British comedian. He might be very famous to a lot of people by uh, a clip of him on the British Bake Off where he was like, I tried and I failed. And oh, that guy. Yes, that guy. Nice. He has um, a new comedy special that is actually on Vimeo that you have to like pay. <laughs> yeah, like it's weird. Okay. It's weird. But I paid to watch it and I was so glad I did because his first few comedy specials, he has this very kind of like dry sense of humor and he he has this new sense of humor about well not new sense of humor he, his new special is about how he had like a horrible like a uh, couple of years like many people did and how and he tells the story of him in the british bake-off and he tells the story about how his ex-girlfriend started dating mr bean uh which was fucking hilarious and just just the way his humor comes off if you haven't watched any of his uh, specials. He does have his first special called Repertoire. It's three different, um, four different specials uh, on Netflix. So this n- uh, next guy, I've been trying to get everyone to watch him, and his name is Daniel Sloss. Oh, you have talked. About I him. have talked about this. He has, I think, three or four specials at now, and his entire thing is that he spends about forty minutes of his special just doing the funniest stand-up comedy period ever. And then he spends the next 20 minutes of his special getting super fucking serious. That's Like his first special, not a spoiler, you should go watch it. He talks about his dead sister. Fun. And it is like hands down some of the funniest things I have ever seen. You should go watch Daniel Sloss. But of course, the comedy quote unquote movie that held us. Which was going to be one of, I have three like. These are my 2021 highlights that okay. I will talk. I'll talk about the next one after, but I think we can just both talk about this one because we know what it is. Uh, Bo Burnham. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend. The man, the myth, the legend. Um, I've, I have loved Bo Burnham for his last few comedy uh, specials, but Inside this year, kind of obviously Inside deals with what we've talked about, everyone kind of being stuck at home with how the world was changing. and No, and also his personal. Yes, his too. personal kind of revelations during it and – Bo Burnham has always been the master of, haha, I'm funny. And then the last 20 minutes of it, especially, you're like, am I okay? Be- yeah, but his entire special was, am I okay? Yeah. And obviously, just the, the, the songs are just yeah. top, I mean, top tier. He has an entire song called uh, Wake Up in the Morning Feeling Like Shit. And the entire song is the same, like, I feel like shit. Yeah. And uh, then, of course, White Girls Instagram. White Girls Instagram. Uh, the, the, the name of the Who, look the who's inside, inside again, again. Uh, and then those last two songs yes just like brought the whole house down and and it was such a talked about i actually think i was ironically i was listening to another podcast and they were talking about how i think he's like the second or like third most listened to artist on Spotify this that year. That is amazing. Which for a comedy sort of special is is yeah, but that out was of a hand. fucking masterpiece. Of course, and and I've rewatched it already like twice. I know we already talked about watching it again. Yeah, I um, rewatched it 
so way more times than I'm healthy enough to talk. Of course, about. and obviously the TikTok audios and you know. Yeah, well, well, who, look who's inside yes. again is the soundtrack to my life. So uh, if you if have you not watched it, it, yes, go, go watch it. Go watch but it. But make sure you're at least a little bit mentally uh, stable to watch it yeah. because it does it does hurt a little bit. Yeah. Um. But I think that's both on both of our top three yes. highlights. Yes. Go going, Burnham's inside. Going into another one, since we were, are kind of still on the subject of uh, films and stuff, one that I really enjoyed, and I, I actually think I've I've told people has jumped to the top of my list is uh, Luca. Mm, um, yes. Luca, I think I and I'm I'm the type of person where I like flip flop my list sometimes if I like rewatch a film and I find elements before that I didn't like, but I think as of right now, Luca is in my top one or top two. Pixar films, uh, I believe it is Pixar. Let me double check. I'm ninety. It's Pixar. It okay. is Pixar. I had to like double check. You don't have to check. I know, but it's like now that Disney doesn't do 2D animation anymore, it's one of those things where it's all weird. Disney and Pixar movies are starting to yes, look the same. It's very so weird. I'm like, hmm. But uh, Luca was just an amazing film, and I, I love the. It, it does take me back to like classic Pixar and kind of telling these unique stories and 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 bringing you into kind of realistic settings with magical elements and. And, you know, just the messages that Luca was sending and kind of even even the messages that it doesn't show that it deals with with, you know, mostly uh, I, don't, I don't even want to spoil the movie because it's like it's such a good film if you haven't seen it yet. But just, you know, it does deal with themes of friendship and, and even brotherhood and even even kind of abandonment. And just, you know, the film has so many good themes and, and the animation and the music and everything is just amazing. Also, after you watch the movie, if you want to get your heart broken, go watch the short Ciao Alberto, which takes place after the ending of Luca. And it hurts for a seven minute short. It genuinely made me pause and go, why? Why so, Pixar? So, so here's the question, the way that you quantify it. How much does it hurt compared to the seven minutes of hell that are those minutes and up? Uh, not as bad. Okay. But okay. Because... That is just pain the entire seven minutes okay, of okay. that sequence. So, so worse than Coco, but less than us. No, Coco, actually, funny enough, is Coco Pixar? Because if it's not, I think Coco was my top one for a while. I also, I, mm. I did see it. Um, no, I think Coco is Disney. I'm going to look it up. But yeah. I did also watch Encanto. Really good movie if you haven't seen it yet. I, I definitely... I have not had the chance to watch Encanto. It's, it's, it, Coco is Pixar. Coco is... Mm, is Coco and Luca are my top two. I, I love both of those. But uh, Encanto still reigns supreme for I, me. I understand Wally. And Ratatouille. Of course. Red, Remy the Ratatouille. Oh, my God. Wait, was that 2021? Was Ratatouille the musical 2021? I do not think so. I think it was 2020. I, I want to okay. say no just so I don't have to hear you talk about it for the 50th time. But yeah. Uh, if you haven't watched the Ratatouille musical, yeah, it's, it's TikTok, a thing. TikTok straight up. That exists. Um, while we're talking about animation, let's kind of go outside of Disney because we've been on Disney for a bit. Okay. Um, let's talk about some of the animation. Right off the bat, uh, Invincible. Oh, yes. We... Invincible did, uh, surprising enough, wasn't nominated for a lot of things this year. It wasn't, and that's disappointing, but Invincible was the second best animation that came out this year, in my opinion, and that adds anime for me. Okay, which that's actually what I was going to segue to, so that's a good segue, but but touching on that real quick, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was a big fan of the uh, comics. Funny enough, I think actually where season one stopped was around where I stopped reading. Okay. But, um, no, Invincible, I mean, right off the bat, <laughs> once again, there's some things we don't want to spoil. The ending of episode one is one of the it's most, uh, 
is interesting things to see in animation that just shocks you. Yeah, that made you go, "Oh, this show is um, something different." Yes. And so let me let me quickly talk about non-anime because I know you wanted to touch yeah. upon that. Uh, I I got I little I binged a little bit of non. Uh, Japanese animation mm-hmm. inside job on Netflix uh, it's kind you of you did talk about that yes it's kind of like a a type of family guy esque type of show I want I want to like American dad type of esque show I want to put a heavy like emphasis on it they're not the same thing they're just very they're an, they're it's an animation show meant for adults in this style that's like um, Bojack Horseman isn't like that yes. like it, it's a, an adult animated show very good. The season's very easy to watch straight through. But um, another of my top three highlights for this year, uh, and it came out just recently. Okay. And it's I was, taken the world I was going to ask you to talk about it because I have still not seen yes. it. It's on my list. Um, Just a preface. I grew up my entire life playing Hero of Legends. Yep, there it is. And so, uh, number number, I think it's number one this year, actually. Okay. For you? Is it for me, okay. is Arcane. And let me tell you, the animation and just le- le- like just technical ability that came out in Arcane, uh, amazing. But the story, the lore, you don't ever have to have played League of Legends and it is still like perfectly written. There's scenes that are just amazing. There's two scenes in particular. Um, I won't spoil them, but one of them is with Echo and Jinx, um, and they're about uh, they're they're about to have something between each other. And then another is a kind of uh, mad tea party that is um, Vi, um, Jinx, and another character that is not, which is new to the League of Legends lore, which is super oh, that's cool. cool. Um, I love this so much, and I love Jinx so much that Jinx for me, and she's heavily inspired by Harley Quinn. I think she's better than Harley Quinn. Period. End of story. Okay. Her character, because we get to know about her, is just amazing. And it, it just, the whole show, super easy to watch. I think everyone should. It's my number one this year. And that's probably because it was the last thing I watched. But, and there's a bias because I love League of Legends. Watch it. It's fucking amazing. No, I, I definitely, I have been slacking. I will. The Also, the opening song slaps uh, from yeah. what I've heard. By Imagine Dragons. Yes. Uh, uh, the yeah. enemy song. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. I will, I will, and I did hear that it's good because you don't necessarily need to play League Not to necessarily. kind of... You don't have to play yeah, League. Yeah, I did hear, obviously, ever. if you do, it's cool to kind of have those, oh, that's well, that, yeah. and that's I mean, that. I'm but. not going to lie. There's moments that, like, one of the main characters, her name is Vi. Mm-hmm. Um... Ask me any lore before Arcane about Vi, I would not have been able to tell you. But Vi was my main jungler when I used to play. And so, yeah, there was, a, there was this feeling of, oh, that's her. Okay, yeah. that's good. Um, no, I'll, def- well, de- well, I'll definitely check definitely it out. You definitely need to watch it. You but guys let's should. talk about some anime. Yes, I mean, we, I'll, I'll, I only have a few highlights here because we did get a lot of good animes, but a lot of them were also kind of like, Season two is kind yeah, of reoccurring. Of I will say, it technically came out in 2020, okay. but it did end in 2021, and it did have a big presence, and uh, that is Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh. Um, I remember, I I did read a little bit of it, like like a year and a half ago before the show came out, and uh, not too much. I did enjoy it. It's just one of those things where other things, you know, I started reading other of things course. and uh, all that, but uh, Jujutsu Kaisen was adapted this year. 
and uh, it was just it was fire. It won, it was an, fire. It won anime of the year uh, at the Crunchyroll Awards, and the ending song still yeah, makes and the opening song, and uh, just <laughs> yeah, just the animation is is amazing, and I I do think it's it's a good anime to also start off if you haven't watched a lot, just because it it has a lot of anime elements. It, the show is heavily inspired by Bleach. Uh, the creator has stated that, and um, it just—it's just—it's a good show. I would definitely recommend the memes. You'll have—you'll definitely have a favorite character. It'll most likely be Gojo because everyone loves Gojo. Mm-hmm. But um, just you know, I'm excited for season two and just the way season one ends. It—it it ends in a really good place. Um, the other one, the other two that I kind of wanted to talk about is we did get the release of the Demon Slayer movie Mugen Train this year. Didn't get to watch it, but uh, I heard it's amazing. Good, good adaptation. The Obviously, those that read the manga knew the. Uh, yeah, I, I read the manga, so I and I know. Yeah, they they knew the importance of this arc. Obviously, I will not spoil it, but um, it's a very important part for the uh, just for the manga of in course. general. Uh, it was done really well. I do, I do understand kind of the controversies because they did in the anime still adapt it. So it's one of those things where they're like, did we need a movie? But I, I think it was nice. It was a nice thing to have to look forward to. And I think kind of condensing that arc into a movie did allow kind of to kind of just focus on the important parts of that arc. Yeah, and, and, kind it, of and it's an important arc, but it every arc after this is so heavy. Yeah. That I think it was the right way to go. Exactly. And I, I do I do give the anime kudos for still adapting it so it does give people that didn't get a chance to watch the movie to kind of look at it as an episodical thing of but course the last thing that i did want to touch upon because i was i was very excited when this project was announced and i was very intrigued of the of what this meant for the future of media was um star wars visions yes um i i genuinely think it's probably my most anticipated um anime thing because it was made by anime studios and obviously that's a different debate but um you know, it was something I was really looking forward to because I've I've always liked the idea of kind of adapting stories that we know in different formats and different settings. And I think Star Wars is one of those perfect things because we've gotten Star Wars books, we've gotten the movies, we've gotten now we've gotten the TV shows and and you know obviously the Mandalorian and stuff. So ha- seeing Star Wars visions and kind of the short stories that they were able to tell and kind of the different characters that they were able to bring in the episodes like right off the bat episode one is still one of my favorites from the um from the batch of episodes that we were able to get and kind of just seeing how these different anime studios adapted these different episodes and kind of how it just shows that you you can adapt um different media for different formats if done correctly and if I think the best thing that Star Wars Vision did, obviously these are just things that you hear throughout, is that I did hear that they said, hey, don't worry too, too much about lore and about story and about previous things we've done. We want these episodes to feel like they're independent stories. And that's something that I've just always appreciated because it's just, I love storytelling. So at the end of the day, just seeing how... Star Wars Visions has these little mini stories that each have their own unique feels and feel separate from each other, but also kind of still connected to the Star Wars universe. It's just, it's a cool thing to see. And like I said, I mean, that's one of those shows where if they ever make a few different seasons here and there with different studios, I would definitely like to see other companies try to do that. Like, imagine if we got, like, 
Marvel doing projects like that where they take different animation uh, studios it would or definitely they do be cool. Exactly. But um that's one of my things. Do you have any Um top I mean I'll just quickly go down the list of like anime recommendations. I'm not gonna go too far into of it. Of course. Oh uh, Tokyo Revengers, amazing. I saw the launch. Um Comey uh, Can't Communicate. It's not done, but it is adorable and I will be the stand. I watched the first episode, amazing. I will be the stand of Comey till the day I die. Um other than that, I mean Anime hasn't really knocked me away this year. There's ha- has been a lot of uh, season two, season fives of, of freaking My Hero Academia, um, but I, nothing huge. Um, okay. But I'm I'm excited for season uh, for for the next year. Okay. Uh, so anime not that big. I mean, I can talk to you forever about Beastars season two yes. or something like that. I will say one thing on anime. Okay. And it's. We're talking about like the best things in, in okay. 2021, but I am going to say the one thing I am was the most disappointing thing in 2021. Okay. Record of Ragnarok. Oh my Ooh, god. Okay, yeah, that's a whole different podcast oh we can do. But for those that don't know, Record of Ragnarok is basically the concept of you have different uh, deities from all the mythology. So you have uh, like Greek mythology, yeah, Roman it's, it's mythology, it's a tournament arc, yeah, personified in into into an entire, yeah. and thing. they go against like famous people like Nikola Tesla, yeah. like and it's anime, it's really bizarre. The anime is a uh, disappointment, but the manga is hype. Well, up. that's actually a good segment where I was going to segment us right well, now, closing off our disappointments and our just overall one or two highlights. So, Wreck-It Ragnarok is yours. Disappointment, yeah. Okay, what you were saying, you had for, other for things to anime, record. I just wanted yeah. one last thing. Okay, yeah, go, go. Episode 1000 of One Piece. Holy Ooh, fuck, okay, man! Yes, yes. One Piece has just been hitting it recently, and that's all I wanted to say. Yes, One Piece, go watch it. It's worth the uh, thousand episodes. Well, actually, thousand and one episodes. No, thousand and three? Thousand, there's a lot of episodes. Yeah. You uh, have to get through a lot. It. But I just wanted to mention two, uh, I guess, dishonorable mentions uh, at this point. One, you already kind of... Uh, so actually no, I had two. I need to need to remember the other one. But okay. for sure, the one that I know for sure, uh, do not watch the Injustice movie. Um, mm, you did hate it. As as a as a obviously a comic book fan and also just a Injustice game fan, um, it is not a good adaptation. Um, I don't mind when the DC movies because the DC animated movies are good, but the more recent ones kind of do this thing where they'll like take the comic. And then kind of put like a little twist or two in there to kind of make it like different from the comic, which I don't mind when they do that. It's just sometimes it just doesn't work. And in this case, did not work. Uh, just not a good adaptation at all. Uh, they don't even have the best parts from the comics. And honestly, would have made would have made a much, much better um, TV show if I'm being honest. Like an HBO Max with the with the cartoon style of Young Justice. But as an Injustice cartoon, would have been amazing. But uh, I do remember the other thing, and I hate to say it because I wanted it to be good, um, is the adaptation of Cowboy Bebop. Oh, they canceled um, it. They did cancel it after one season. And going into it, I was... I, I went into it very... With very... I tried to go into it with no expectations because I always said that when I did find out they were doing a live-action Cowboy Bebop, I said it could work. Because it is one of those it animes could. where, although it's an anime, it is grounded a lot in reality. You know, obviously it's the future and they're in space and all that. But at the end of the day, it is about a bounty hunter. It but could work and it didn't. It's just, it's just, it, it tried to find the line between the goofy side of Cowboy Bebop and the serious side. Mm. 
and it's just really hard to kind of blend those things together. Um, I, it's it's I would say if you have watched the anime, just to watch it to kind of see your take because I did know there were some people that did enjoy the show, and like I said, it did have its moments. Like episode one and two, I did think were done very well, but mm-hmm. it just it it just in my opinion, at the end of the day, it just did not. It just didn't work as much as it could have, which makes me concerned for the live action One Piece. But that's another podcast for well, another day. Well, Oda. Sensei yeah, but Oda's is, also Oda Sensei's undefeated. Period. Yes. Um, so we're talking about. I, I guess I'll do one more uh, disappointment, then we'll just talk about our highlight. Um, and then I I kind of want to do a quick rapid fire of just like okay. honorable mentions. Yes, we'll do that because we are. Yes. Yes. Um, disappointment. Uh, the Dear Evan Hansen movie. Ooh, still haven't seen it. Was fucking terrible. But I have heard it was fucking terrible. No. And you know that for any, I appreciate film. And I appreciate the art of film. If you try to make a film, it is a hard thing. And I will always give you the benefit of the doubt. It is a fucking terrible movie. It is so bad and so awkward. And uh, don't watch it. I'm just honestly, do not watch it. Um, I'm going to go into a rapid fire of, of just some honorable mentions. Right off the bat, uh, I finally got to watch... Uh, the new Superman show. Uh, oh, Superman Lois. Yeah. Finally uh, got around to it. It's good. Superman and Lois. Lois. Uh, amazing. Yeah. I, I loved it. Uh, incredible. Uh, just like how they finally... I know that they did it in uh, Smallville. Never got no, to it's watch it's, it's a good. It's a good Superman show. But they got to uh, put him down. And I'll just do one more uh, honorable mention. Um, it is not for everyone. And I know it's not for everyone. But... If you, by chance, are a little bit um, more, uh, like to think of yourself a little bit smarter than people, and you were born uh, in a family that is very religious on the Christian side. Oh, yes. We can't talk about this because I Um, forgot about this. You need to watch Midnight Mass and understand it is, like Malignant, a fever dream of a show, but... It is so much fun to watch. Yes, it is. It is made by the same creators of um, the Haunting of Hill House and the Haunting of Bly Manor. So it does have that sort of. And mind you, both of those shows are better than Midnight Mass. Yes. But if you have that extra connection to the faith, um, Midnight Mass is a is a fun watch. Yeah, it's definitely a horror show with. Religious commentary. So yeah. if that is kind of and, and it's not like 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 subtextual religious commentary. It is in your face what the creator of the show feels about Christianity. Christianity. But um, yes. But yeah, that is my last honorable mention. I believe you have two more highlights. Uh, I mean, just really more one. Um, and the next podcast we're going to be doing is kind of our the things we're looking forward looking to. forward yes. to to twenty twenty two. And this kind of goes into it, but I do have to talk about it because. It did come out in 2021, and me and you have talked about this exactly for months, about. which is the, uh, we got the, I think both, no, both, one, both trailers? No, we got the, the second tr- trailer. We got the second trailer. The okay. first trailer came out in 2020. a year ago, okay. yeah. uh, which is uh, The Batman. Uh, this is a movie that, obviously, I've talked about how Batman is my favorite superhero, how mm-hmm. I love my DC, f- as well. and how we were both very excited about the casting of Robert Pattinson, just overall the casting yeah. in general. I mean, after The Lighthouse being yeah. casted as, as Batman, I was yes. down. And obviously, 
I won't get too too into it because if not, we will be here for another forty five minutes. Of course. But uh, just if, with the both trailers, specifically the second trailer gave us. I'm I'm very very excited to see it. Just the the overall atmosphere and kind of how we are getting what seems to be a very very unhinged year one yes. Batman. And and the the reception from the test screens have been the growing. test yes and now, and there's still obviously it's a test screening they yes. could change things but just i mean a lot of times in the test screen it's just the story there's no like added graphics or cgi elements or stuff like that so i'm holding my reservation but we were sitting uh in my uh projector room watching the entirety of the DC fandom just for that trailer. And it was hilarious because the minute the trailer went on, the quality dipped down to like 480p. And he and I were livid. But it looks amazing. So definitely watch it if uh, you are a Batman fan and you've not uh, watched that trailer yet. And obviously we will talk a little bit more about it on the next podcast where we talk about... Also, real quick, because I know... We didn't mention it, but me and Donald talked about it before. Uh, we haven't played a lot of the new games that released in 2021, with the exception of Halo Infinite multiplayer. Which, Halo Infinite, so far, amazing. Chef's kiss, yes. And yeah, we can do a rapid fire. I mean, my other highlight of the year would have probably be uh, Pokemon... Oh, Pokemon Unite. Pokemon yes, that Unite. was a surprising one for uh, us. It was fun for a while, and then yes. obviously, but we played a lot of old games. Yes, and I haven't played the uh, I haven't played the remakes for Diamond and Pearl yet, yeah, but I'm sure they're. I've played them. I mean, they're okay. They're Diamond yes. and Pearl. I will say. I mean, I'll talk about them in the next podcast, but yeah, I'm excited. 2022 for gaming. This was a transitionary yes. year for the gaming industry, and obviously, yes. with um, most developers working from home now, it's kind of a weird state. But uh, that's great. And so I guess my last highlight of the year, uh, and I'm I'm glad this is the last one because you're gonna get mad at me. Okay. <laughs> uh, season two of Ted Lasso fucking slaps. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it yet. We we agreed that we would wait to watch it together, but that never happened. Oh, you already watched it. And so I watched it. I'm gonna yell at my co-host yeah, when this podcast yeah, so is over. Yeah, so that's why he's gonna be mad at me. So um, not as good as season one. Oh, okay. But season one was a 10 out of 10 first season of a show, period. Okay. This is a 9.5. Okay, so it's still... It is still amazing, but there are a couple places, and it sets up for the next few seasons. You're going to love it. I'm still willing to watch it with you because it is amazing. Okay. But, um, but Ted Lasso. I will watch it for two. sure. If you have not watched it, amazing. And if you just want to pick me up in, a, in a, the, the hard times we're living in, Ted Lasso is everyone's pick me up. Yeah, Ted Lasso is just a... Yeah, he's just a, a cinnamon, great show. He's a cinnamon roll of a man, and we love him. Yes, but that is all the time we have. We we uh, want a little bit more than we normally do, which is fine. But like we mentioned, uh, the next podcast we will be talking about our kind of uh, well. The next podcast may be a Spider-Man No Way Home a spoiler discussion, depending on when the uh, when we record. It. When we record, but uh, we will eventually talk about our year end. Uh, anticipations for 2022. Definitely a lot to talk about. Yeah, and uh, so lot. definitely, as always, um, you can leave your questions on uh, Twitter. I also post on my uh, Instagram. Instagram as well. I do stories there. Uh, you can either follow me at uh, Evan Banden or you can follow me at Evan in Disguise is my second kind of nerd uh, cosplay random account that I just have. 
anything you want to plug, Donal, as always? No, just uh, if you're listening to this on any of the uh, podcasting channels, make sure to leave a comment or a five-star review. We would really appreciate it. Just to, as we're starting to get back into this in 2022, our New Year's resolution is to start getting these out a little bit more often. And just I wanted to add this in at the very end. It's not really a 2021 thing because it didn't come out. But I think for the both of us, the best thing that's happened this year is our D&D campaign. Yes, yes. Uh, D&D's great. Yeah, uh, we I started uh, indoctrinated playing. them yeah. into being my little and that's, players. That's a whole nother also podcast that we could talk about because I do have guests that I want on for that. Yes. But um, definitely, um, we can we talk about that? Yeah, you can talk about okay, it. Okay, we might... I'm the DM, that's why yeah, you're asking. We, we might be releasing um, some recordings of we us have playing. Re- we have recordings about 27, 20, 27 28 <laughs> sessions deep that we might be releasing. Uh, we are just talking with the group and making sure that they're comfortable of course. with it. So we'll definitely keep you guys updated. That If that is something you guys are interested in. But uh, once again, like Let Donald us know if you are. Uh, definitely keep give us a follow, give us a like, uh, get us on your Spotify rap for 2022. And we appreciate... You guys listening. And next uh, podcast, we will be having our questions, so send your questions our way. But once again, as always, this is the Nerd Slice Podcast, and thank you for joining. See ya.